Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on! Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, The Adventures of Bob Hope, number 99. Cover date, June-July 1966. Cover price, 12 cents. Cover artist, Bob Oxner. Edited by Murray Boltonoff. Featuring Super Hope meets Super Hip. Written by Arnold Drake. Art by Bob Oxner. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go-go. has a Zoom conference with his husband and his sisters where they discuss everything except comic books and Bob Hope. Oh, no, wait. That's what happened to me. Today, on a very special Checkered Past. Hey, it's me, Dr. Bob. (laughs) Dr. Husband's here. Guess what? My sisters, who uh, one of whom hates podcasts and the other of whom, both of whom hate comic books, they're so bored in quarantine, they decided to join the podcast. Lucky for all of us. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. Thank Um, you. One of them is a nurse, and one of them is in the travel industry, so they've really been largely unaffected by the current <laughs> health crisis facing the entire world. <laughs> yes, they've both been unaffected by anything having to do with the crisis. Wait a second, I have to clear my throat. <laughs> All right. Do you have a slight, a uh, mild cough? That's dry? yeah, but it's a wet, it's a wet, a wet. Oh, cough. thank Not God. We're all good. I don't have any fever today, so. Also, we're recording via Zoom, which sucks, but since everybody in America is doing it, uh, all of their business by Zoom now. Yeah. Get Why over not? It. So, okay. how is everybody? Awesome. Gross! <laughs> <laughs> um, Sarah? Yes? You're a nurse. You make a difference. He does that every time. I, know. I love that. I love that commercial. How are things going? Anything we should know for the good of the public? Um, you know, I don't even really know what to say. It, for all in, for all intents and purposes, it looks like Ohio it, it is overprepared actually for this pandemic, and we're kind of doing okay. And I don't work in a part of the hospital that is seeing any COVID nineteen positive patients. Currently, um, although my understanding, I, I, and in fact, my unit is very empty right now. And so I got canceled from work tonight. So I'm going to stay home and drink instead. Oh, uh-huh. good, and, good call. Yeah. And then, um, but they are, according to the charge nurse, they're training some of our nurses to work in ICU if the need should arise for us to replace people that are currently caring for COVID-19 positive patients who get, you know, co-workers or people that get sick Mm -hmm. and have to stay home. So to replace their staff, they're going to take from us. So I assume that I'll be cross-trained into doing that, but I don't know. I haven't been at work for a week, so. 
I think what we all want to know is how long before we can go to bars. I wish I had an answer to that because I too am a bit stir crazy. Uh, the bar in my house is getting kind of boring. Um, it, it could be a long, long time. I don't no, know. No, because the president says we're going to open on May 1st. So. Yeah, well, good luck with that. Pretty sure that's correct. Aaron? Yes, my dears. Um, so you're in travel, so I guess we're good to go on our family vacation overseas beginning on May 20th. To Ireland? Uh, I have no, I have just as much information on that as you guys do. And I'm guessing no. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It's a probably no. Okay, um, so... So 98% of business travel has been canceled for uh indefinitely. So that's that's my job, and I don't have one now. So, uh, yeah. It's all a crapshoot at this point, I think. And your company handles executive travel for huge clients all over the country. Yes, correct. Including Hollywood. All of Hollywood. Mm. Wow. All, of, all, of, all Hollywood, all government travel, all uh, anything. Any, any business you can think of. <laughs> you, can get any, you can get any business. You can get any business with my company. <laughs> Just name a business and we've got them. Um, Howard Johnson Hotels. Well, obviously all hotels, yes. <laughs> do they even have Harold Johnsons anymore? They do. Sure. Really? Yes. Oh, Joe, they rebranded. Where at? Saint uh, Augustine. Check my files, but I'll get back to you. DeBerry, Florida. Um, I work uh, indirectly for the government, and I can tell you that no one in the government has planned beyond May first. So that's comforting. Uh, Dr. Husband works in higher education, and I and can tell so you that... What do you, can you tell, Bob? I can tell that uh, no one in higher education is planned beyond June 1st. That, well, more or less, yeah. I mean, like, we, most universities have moved to online education for the summer, for the full right. summer. Right, right, right. We're all holding our breath to to find out what's going to happen for the fall, and we're trying to take our lead from state and federal governments and medical authorities. Um, I have one piece of advice for you. Don't take your lead from the federal government. (laughs) I said state first. (laughs) Right, right, right. Well, well, you know, they can't, the states can't open up until Trump says they can you know. Yes, they can. I know. They They're can. all forming I, individual coalitions. It's just like Planet of the Apes. Thank God we don't They're have forming in Iowa. Separate. Yeah, or what's that? What was that game? Strategy? Strategy? Stratego. Stratego. Yeah, didn't they form it? Didn't you form alliances with other countries and stuff? Mm. Or like Game of Thrones? I don't know. If only we had a beloved internationally known comedian who could calm our nerves at this delicate time. Wouldn't that be great? Like Bob Hope. Hey. Okay. Hey. Um, Sarah. Yes? I'm not going to ask your age, but I will reveal that you're the elder member of our group. Yes. Do you remember a time when Bob Hope was funny? <laughs> <laughs> I do not. <laughs> Me neither. But he was funny. What's wrong with you? What? No. I thought Bob Hope was funny, but okay. You and well, she's the youngest like, of us. I know. Maybe it's like some kind of a generational turn that he was not funny, not funny, not funny, then all of a sudden funny. I, I no, I remember him being funny to like my grandparents. They thought right. he was hilarious. I can't, like, I don't think my parents ever really even liked him. Really? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember them. Oh, being... for God's sake, they'd be entertained by hay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's pronounced hee-haw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really remember them 
being super entertained by Bob Hope, although we did watch like the USO tour shows that were on TV. Mm-hmm. That's because there were only three channels and we could Sometimes, only watch but they that. Were more, and I think, I can remember dad laughing at like Don Rickles. Now Don Rickles, that's another story. But and they Don had Rickles. Hilarious. Don, he had a memorable run as a guest star in uh, Superman's pal, Jimmy Olsen comics. <laughs> But oh. that does not fall That's under the purview talking. of this podcast because it was not go-go checked. But I, but you know, like mom and dad liked Bill Cosby and Moms Mabley a lot. Yes, I, like, like they had actual albums that they that they. I played. remember that Moms Mabley album we had growing up. Bob, yes. didn't you have a what? Lesbian. <laughs> Bob, didn't you have a Flip Wilson doll? Yes, a Flip Wilson cloth doll that you flipped it over and it turned into Geraldine and it talked. (laughs) And the only thing I remember is you'd pull a string as Geraldine and it would say, I smell a rat and it's coming from your window. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I remember that. Oh, memory, huh? Well, the dogs are barking, so that'll be a great addition. Um, now, Bob Hope starred in 109 issues of his own comic called The Adventures of Bob Hope. Um, some of things what? you... Um, yeah. Sorry, that was 150 issues. No, 109. 1950 to 1968, 150, 150 issues. That's a lie, because there's only 109, because 109 is the last issue. Agree to disagree. We'll check Wikipedia I have no later. idea. Oh, you're absolutely right. Sorry. Can I see on the screen that this is number 99 we're looking at? This is number 99 now. Some things it, It'll end, the, the whole series will end 10, uh, 10 issues after this. Right. Okay. Uh, some things you probably remember about Bob Hope's long, illustrious career is that he had a talking dog named Harvard Harvard III. He um, had a friend of a college buddy of his, a, a, a son of a college buddy of his, lived with him. Um, that son's name was Tad Walleter Fruit Juice. And when Tad Walleter got angry, he turned into the superhero, super hip. Now, Bob, is this the first Bob Hope comic we've read, you and I together? Uh, I think it is the first of you and I together, yes. You because, were gone Okay, because time. I was quite surprised to learn that Bob Hope's um, friend's child who lives with him, Tad. Tad Walleter. Mm-hmm. Tad Walleter. Um, actually goes to a high school where Frankenstein is the coach and Dracula is the principal and right. Wolf is their teacher. He, uh, Tad Walleter, attends Benedict Arnold High School where, without explanation, the entire faculty and staff are universal movie monsters. Okay. Like vampires in there. And um, I tried to do some Google research today to find out why... Monsters were popular in the 1960s. They were doing, at this point, 10 issues from the end, they were doing anything they could to get readers. Yeah, but I mean, the 60s is like when the Adams Family and the Munsters were also on television. They were big then, sure. So they must have just been pulling in, they must have just been pulling in as many popular references as they possibly could to sell these magazines. I don't know. I mean, yes. Uh, previously, Bob Hope's comic book was just him doing uh, Bob Hopey things. Yeah. And then uh, this whole super hit business started, I think, in issue 95. Yeah. It started in the 60s. Yeah. That noise you hear in the background is Aaron slicing an avocado. Well, the girl's got to eat. So. I'll mute myself because Murph is actually playing drums in the back in the basement. So I'll oh, mute okay. it. Okay. Murph is our boyfriend-in-law. He plays drums in the basement. I don't think Aaron's muted. I don't either. Let's just watch her slice things. 
<laughs> You're not muted, Aaron. I don't know how to. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay. Oh, I, I could have. Uh, I should. I'm so stupid. I could have muted her. I'm sorry. Oh, you idiot. No, I just remembered it. I saw the icon. I was like, oh, okay. okay. So does that mean she can't hear us if we're no, talking about her now? No, she can hear us. She, oh. look at, she's acknowledging that she can hear us. I just love it that we heard her and we're like, let's listen to a slice. <laughs> um, so uh, on okay. the splash so, page, yeah. The redhead. It kind of looks like Anne Margaret. Is that who it is? It's not named as Anne Margaret, um, and actually she's uh, portrayed as like an Italian movie star. What would be a 1968 oh. Italian movie star? Who was in uh, La Dolce Vita? Sophia Loren. What? Oh, it could be Sophia Loren. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. She's got big tits, though. Oh, hell yeah. Yes, this is drawn by Bob Oxner, who was known for his uh, female figures that uh-huh. he drawed uh-huh. um also known for his caricatures which that's a pretty good caricature of bob hope yeah sure all right this beginning page here is called a splash page it's where you get like the whole story in one snapshot kind of so does that mean we don't have to read the rest of the comic because we're getting the whole story now well it's a pretty damn long comic but you can you can go through as quickly as you want bob you're in control Am I? Yeah. Page one. Uh, Bob hopes mowing the lawn with a push mower with the help of his talking dog. Uh, He's not actually mowing the lawn. What? No, I mean, he's directly. Harvard, Harvard, the third is mowing the lawn. The dog is, yeah. Right. I didn't remember the talking dog from the last issue that I saw. Anyway, here comes Tad Walleter. He's being harassed by the town bullies, Badger Goldliver, and his moronic stooge, Doltish. Oh, I would look all over the place for his name, Doltish. I have Badger. Badger is the guy with the helmet. And gloves and scarf. And gloves and scarf, yeah. and He's a rich kid. Um, this is obvious to me that it's an homage to uh, What's-His-Face on the James Beach movies. Steve. Oh, Harvey oh. Lembeck, who oh. uh, I can't remember his character's name. Okay, but Harvey Lembeck, who was forty-five years old and uh, in all of the beach movies. Oh, really? The Frank yeah. and Annette beach movies? Yeah. Nobody listening is going to know what I'm talking about. Maybe one yeah. person. Our listener will know. I remember Harvey Lembeck. Well, sure you do. Well, somebody I used to date talked about Harvey Lembeck all the time. I don't remember. I think it was that Tim that turned gay after he broke up with me. After I broke up with, excuse me, after I broke up with him. <laughs> I just want to make, uh, clarify, you did not actually date Harvey Lembeck that you know of. I did not. No, not that I'm aware of. But it, I feel like Tim used to talk about Harvey Lembeck. Aaron, are you making fresh guacamole? Oh my god, it looks so uh, good. Sarah just, had, Sarah just had guacamole tonight. Why didn't I buy avocados? You know I what? I have another. I can make more if I wanted to, but I still have leftover chili to eat. So, mm. no more chili for me, thanks. Hi, Murph. I had a rough night. Uh, you know what? I forgot all about until my uh, time hop memories came up. Avocado fries. What? You bake avocado fries. You bread them, do an egg wash and bread them in panko and then bake them in the oven. They're delicious. You must have to cut them up before they're fully ripe. Well, yes, obviously you have to cut them up. No, you want ripe ones because you want them to stay firm when they, I mean, you want unripe. Yeah. 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 That's what you said. Sorry. (laughs) I wasn't listening very closely. You can make those for me if I'm ever allowed to visit again. Well, it's going to be probably 18 months before you're allowed to enter (laughs) our home. So I she confirmed it. I was just throwing that out there. I was fishing. <laughs> oh, who's getting a call now? I am. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure it out. I don't know how to. No, no, I can't. <laughs> decline, decline call. I did. I did. What's happened now? I don't know. Who was it? It was Jake. Oh, 
so Ted Wallader has gone to high school where he's getting bullied. Uh, welcome to the 60s. Are we still on screen share? Yeah. Can you okay. see it? I can't. It's I'm seeing it. So. It's, it's not you, Bob. It's me. It's, it's totally me. It's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> That's the story of my life. No, it's one. I don't know how to undo this, but it's okay. Okay. I'll figure, I'll figure it out. It's, so why is Frankenstein in there? Uh, because there's no explanation for why this high school is staffed entirely by um, and there's a skeleton. Universal monsters. Yeah, okay. the skeleton is a student, I think, but uh, the Frankenstein is the uh, he may be the coach, the gym coach. Well, he knows to bring flowers when he comes to visit. So right, that- and that vampire is the teacher of whatever class. Okay. We're okay. in. Let's move on. Tad Wallader is going to get upset now due to Badger's bullying. And he spins around and spins around and turns into Super Hip, who is a superhero. Okay. Uh-huh. As we read in the text, that wild card in the dull deck of destiny, that kicky kid in the cosmos of human cubes, that triple delight in a domain of double dreadfuls, that stretch runner in the marathon of, yeah, I don't understand any of those references. <laughs> yeah, it happens twice. Um, Super hip, if you haven't seen him, is dressed like Austin Powers. Exactly. And hey, he, is that yeah. where they got the idea? There's a lot of speculation about that online. How? I guess. I mean, it's supposed to. He- Right, it's supposed to reference, you know, like Maud, London, Carnaby Street, that sort of thing. So you're seeing everybody dressed like that in London? That's my assumption. I wasn't there. And I may never be there because of um, the worldwide pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's not dwell on that. <laughs> Uh, okay. Super Hip has a magic guitar, which allows him to fly, and also he can change into um, any other substance that he wants to. Oh, finally I'm back. Okay. Super Hip goes to see the principal, who is a vampire, and sleeps in a coffin in his office. Uh-huh. Uh, Dr. Husband, you are a higher education administrator. yes. Just say you wanted to sleep in a coffin in your office. Yes. Would you have the authority to do that? Authority? Mm-hmm. Yes, of course I would. And that wouldn't be, like, you couldn't be fired, right? Because you have tenure. Well, okay, so I've only ever taken a nap at work once. Uh-huh. And it was because I had... Was a it in a coffin? Uh, no, it was not okay. in a coffin. Mm-hmm. No. Um. No, I, I, I don't think that you're really allowed to take a, a nap in a coffin. And another thing, why yeah. so Dracula had the candelabra in the coffin with him? Yeah, because he was probably like reading or something. So he and had to have light down there, right? And he goes out during the day. I mean, he will here in a minute. Um, yes. I mean, obviously, if he does, then yes. Okay. Is that a problem for you? It is. Do you go out during the day? I'm not a vampire. That we know of. You missed a great opportunity to say, not these days. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Uh, Because nobody's going outside. I've got a great view of Aaron's guacamole. (laughs) So good. Right? It looks so delicious. Look at it. Oh, our phone fell. Oh, that looks great. I wish we could go to the store, but our last name doesn't begin with the letter M. What? Oh, in Maryland, they're going to start limiting when you can go to the store. You have to go to the store based on the first letter of your last name. You can only go on certain days. Well, we don't live in Maryland, do we? Oh, my God. We're close enough. The protests. Well, these protesters, they're already starting. Did you see the protests for the the Trump cap there in your fair town of Columbus, Ohio? 
Yeah. Uh, I did not. I have, but I haven't turned on the news in a couple of days because I just can't. They yeah, I did yesterday. Hey, did you hear that Super Hip can fly? No. If he holds on to his guitar. If he holds on to his guitar. <clears throat> um, Aaron, you know a lot of guitar players. She also plays guitar. Do I? Have you ever known M1 that could fly? Mm, depends on what you mean. <laughs> but no, I not see where that's there. going. Um, yeah, there's also a werewolf that works at the school and he's kidnapped a laboratory dog. Also, they're using a live dog to do experiments in the high school chemistry lab. But he also calls the dog his cousin. Well, right, because he understands well, genetics. Not... Okay, that's really not okay. This is a stretch guys yeah uh hey remember in high school when we had biology class with mr brown yeah and we had to dissect frogs yes those were the days i thought it was really cool really well you're a nurse you yeah. make a difference i had to do a, had to do a cat in college. what i did dissect a cat in college you i know How'd that go? Um, I got an A in the class. I don't know. Was it already dead when you started dissecting it? <gasps> yes. Yeah. God, what are you so brutal? It didn't have fur on it or anything. It was deferred. Oh. And yeah. It was was it one of those weird Egyptian cats, or was it? Did they shave it? No, they I, they shaved it, or the skin was off of it, or something. So it was Ugh. just one. Imagine that's your job. Shave cats for high school biology class. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> You'd be out of a job because no schools are meeting in person. Well, this is true. Like, what are they going to do about things like that? Experiments. I, I don't know. I would hate to be a teacher right now. I'd hate, also hate to be a student. So I was thinking about this. We were, we were just starting to talk about this this week with the deans and, and we're like, Whoa. and, I, and, and I, was going, I was going, oh my God, like, why would anyone, and I, I mean this, like, this is my first reaction. This is so, why would a student elect to go to college right now as an right. incoming freshman? It's such a, it's such a, it's such a commitment, you know? I mean, it's also an adventure. So some students would do it and some students will go for like, well, if they're going to, you know, but but a lot of, I fear a lot of students might not enter college this year. I, w I was wondering about that too. And I was thinking about all of the, because they built a whole bunch of, of course, they didn't have nearly enough dorm space at OSU anyway, but they, they built a whole bunch of new dorms and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I thought if people stay away and those dorms are just sitting empty for a year or two or, you know, whatever, like exactly what is going to happen. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Um, but I worried about that too, just about people not going to college mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for a while. So, Bob, we get back yeah. to, to Dracula. The principal is chasing, um, chasing. Oh God, what's his name? Uh, super cool. That's not his name. Uh, super hip. Well, I super skipped hip. ahead to the point where Bob Hope is impersonating Super Hip. Okay. Well, I just wanted to go back up to the the, the little panel of Frankenstein drinking from the fountain. Uh huh. When I first saw that panel, I thought, "Is he throwing up into the fountain?" Oh, that's what I thought too. Right? Oh, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. And then Super Hip turned himself into a stein of beer mm -hmm. and poured mm -hmm. himself onto Frankenstein. Right. We do learn later in the issue that Super Hip's transformations actually are turning himself he's not just a chameleon but he's actually turning himself into beer yes so it's a little bit like communion right he's uh yes. body and blood of christ body and blood of christ exactly mm -hmm. yep. you're just turning into the beer of super hip the beer of super hip. when okay. you drink this remember me <laughs> so bob hope is impersonating super hip i can't remember the reason why uh, because he wants to get Tad Wallader's uh, emotions. He, oh, right. Right? So, yes, Tad Wallader is a very tense young man, and he controls reserved. his emotions. Reserved. And that's how he becomes 
super hip. But Bob Hope doesn't know that, right? No, nobody knows that. Not even Tad Wallader knows that. They okay. just want, are trying to get Tad Wallader out of his shell because his father apparently was a big football hero. So they're trying to get him to loosen up. That's why they sent him to live with Bob Hope. Right. And, and Tad, Tad is, is very bookish. Which what is kid wouldn't love to live with Bob Hope? Right? Hey, Sarah. What? You remember the Lucy show where Lucy and Viv lived in the house with their kids? Yes. And you remember um, in season one when Chris wanted to have a New Year's Eve party and Lucy wouldn't let her? No. Well. I don't remember that, but I believe you. So, um, how many seasons do you have on DVD? Four, but that's beside the point. Um, (laughs) four out of six. So, uh, Viv left after season three, and then Ann Southern came on, right? Guest star, and also Ethel Merman. Okay, anyway, uh, Chris wanted to have a New Year's Eve party. Chris is Lucy's daughter, right? And uh, Lucy finally allowed her to have a New Year's Eve party. But the catch was (laughs) that she and Viv had to provide the entertainment for the teenagers at the party. Okay. And guess, yeah, (laughs) guess what the entertainment was? Lucy and Viv doing a pantomime of a Charlie Chaplin movie. Okay. Now you were a teenager in the 60s, almost. Right. Yeah, not not even nearly, but okay. Well, not at all. But uh, can you imagine anything more fun than having your mom and her friend do an imitation of Charlie <laughs> Chaplin for all of your friends? Wait, I think I might have actually lived this. <laughs> you probably did. <laughs> I, mom and dad singing Temptation for my friends was pretty much... No, they didn't. Oh, yeah, they did. Oh my God! They did. Why? They dropped what that all the time. What was the context? I don't. I don't remember. But I. I had friends over, and they. Yeah. I mean, everybody uh, thought it was hilarious. I feel like I can one up that right now. Okay. okay. <laughs> These same parents that you're talking about decided to show my friends how they won a jitterbug contest to Bon Jovi's "Living on a Prayer." Oh. <laughs> Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I had friends over and we were watching the top 10 videos of the day and Living on a Prayer was number one. And Ray Robinson came in and said, this isn't music. And started drunk yelling about it. And then Gene came in and said, what are you hollering about? And then... Do his voice, Aaron. I'll show you how we used to dance to real music. And I said, dance to this. And he said, I can jitterbug to anything. And so they jitterbugged to living on a prayer. Whoa, we're halfway there. (laughs) And it was Carla and Jill in the living room. And we just, I wanted to hang myself (laughs) and then drink poison (laughs) in that order. It didn't fall down or anything, did they? Uh, admirably not it was actually kind (laughs) of cool like in my memory now as an adult I'm like oh that was really cool that they did that then I wanted to (laughs) slice my own head off but now it's (laughs) if there was ever a reason to wish that cell phones had been invented 20 years earlier oh yeah uh well our parents were um country singers on the television by the way yep boy have we ever found any of those no, I've looked and looked all over Google. I bet you have. Dang it. I know. Uh, they performed on Midwestern Hayride out of Cincinnati. So if anyone listening has any leads, but you know, those were the days when they just destroyed the tape right after they filmed. If they even taped it. Right. Everything was live. Like our beloved childhood television program, Lucy's Toy Shop. Yes. There's only one episode in existence. Really? Yes. Huh. Was she drunk on that one too? Uh-huh. And it was, it's a black and white episode before they got rid of all the racial stereotypes, like Chan Ten, oh, right. the Chinese puppet maker. Right. 
Um, anyway, are we, are we still talking about comic books? I'm, yes. I don't know what pod. I don't care for podcasts. I now know I you know don't. Why. This is what if we you... do. This is what we do in our podcast. We just go on tangents all the time. But I think this is why I don't listen to them because I can't follow what's happening. I've been uh, in this whole time. What's going on? We're sharing beloved family stories. Are you still in? I'm just failing to see the comic book. Well, um, it's how the the it it somehow is the loose thread that ties the whole thing together. Um, hey, okay. uh, here's Bob Hope imitating uh, Super, Super Hip, and he turns into a box of cottage cheese. Number one, did cottage cheese ever come in boxes, human-sized boxes? But it doesn't mm. have to be human-sized. It could just be any. Just okay. the fact that cottage cheese might have been sold in a box is that true? Not that I'm aware. It was always that the kind of plasticky cartons. And didn't he use a jet pack underneath his clothing, Bob? Yes, he's got all kinds of things underneath his jacket to help him turn into... He's he's, he's got a jet engine. This is where they mention that he's not actually turning into cottage cheese like Superhip would actually turn into cottage cheese. Bob Hope is just turning into the imitation of cottage cheese. All of which is bringing me around to remember when mom was doing the Weight Watchers cheese Danish in the morning, which was a piece of wheat toast topped with cottage cheese and cinnamon. Uh-huh. Mm, mm. Artificial sweetener. It had artificial sweetener on it, too. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Like that imitation brown sugar stuff. Yes. Ew. And then she'd broil it in the oven. Yep. The best. Yum. I never lost any weight eating that for breakfast. I bet the weight just flew off. (laughs) (laughs) She had to buy a new scale just to accommodate the new weight. (laughs) My scale won't read low enough to register. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Our mother loved all kinds of things on toast that people don't (laughs) think of. Like what? Peanut butter, dill pickle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Peanut butter and tomato. Peanut butter and tomato, which is actually good. So I that up, everybody. It's good. Okay um, just peanut butter on toast, but you have to salt the peanut butter heavily. Mm-hmm. Aaron's agreeing with that because right. she salts everything heavily. I've been putting all kinds of things on toast in these hard times, and then I salt it all, and it's fine. Like what? <laughs> well, I do avocado and tomato. Oh, sure. And tuna fish and avocado. Salted. Mm, okay. Just plain with no the, butter or mayonnaise or anything? No, just plain toast with tuna fish and avocado. You substitute your deviled egg or your hard-boiled egg with avocado. So well, it's that like would be good. Salad. It is good. Why would deviled egg be involved in it? Not deviled, hard-boiled egg is what I meant to say. Even, even that, what? You put hard-boiled egg on tuna? In tuna yes. salad. In tuna salad, yes. You're not making a salad. You're just putting it on a toast. I guess I'm just trying to jazz it up as much as humanly possible to make it feel like a meal. <laughs> ah. You've got all your food groups. All I there. made ramen last night, and I put, made those eggs with the runny yolks. Oh, you didn't oh, have did to you- marinate it for four days? No, I didn't do that. I boiled it up for seven minutes exactly, and then I plunged the eggs into an ice bath so they stopped cooking. Okay. And that's how you do it. Okay. They weren't runny though, Bob. Hmm. They weren't really the yolk. Runny. The yolk was. Oh. He didn't notice. <laughs> it was delicious though. It was. Man, so am I right? They don't <laughs> notice anything. <laughs> Preach on, sister. Can we get beyond um, anyway? Yeah, Bob Hope's turned into cottage cheese. Okay. And Super Hips turned into bananas. So all this is tracking so far. Oh, I'll take your word for that. Uh huh. Okay. Um, oh no, sorry. It's still Bob Hope. He was the bananas also. Oh, okay. Um, cottage cheese, cottage yeah, cheese. Now, pizza. Bob, yeah, Bob Hope <laughs> has turned into a flying pizza. And because uh, he's fighting, he's fighting with the principal and the coach. He's fighting with all the, the universal monsters. monsters. Yes, 
Yeah. Oh, here's a nice gag. Was that King Kong? What? No, that's the werewolf. Uh, the gym coach or something. I don't know who he is. Okay. Bob Hope turns into a glue gun and sh- shoots his load <laughs> all over the principal vampire who says, E, this is glueicide. Uh, That's a good gag. Oh, yeah. So the vampire's out in like daylight. Right. Well, he's covered in glue. I'm assuming that's glue. It's yellow and drippy, but it's probably glue. It's fine. If it looks like glue and it sticks like glue, then it's probably glue. But if it smells like brie cheese, you're Bob. in trouble. What? I didn't say anything. <laughs> if it smells like an old gym sock. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Are hey. we ever going to get through this? Well, we have to wait until we now introduce the Italian film director and his uh, oh, star, Miss Vava Vavoom. Oh, well, I should... What? Yeah. Who is that supposed to be? I don't know. Carlo Who's, de Bologna. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not a scholar of mid-century okay. Italian cinema. And she's well, your Italian is impeccable, so just read it in Italian. <laughs> she's farsighted. She can't see nothing. So she's in love with this old uh, Italian film director. She's not farsighted. He's rich. I should mention that all comics uh, from 1938 through 2019 are incredibly misogynistic. <laughs> yeah. So Miss Vava Vavoom has taken America by storm. I don't know why they've come to America. I guess to make a movie. To make a movie, and he's going to offer a million dollars to Superhip to star with Miss Vavavavum in a movie. I have read okay. it. I read it too, but... I, I know. You know I skim. I know. So, I don't know. Like the, So the whole premise of this next last... Or the last section is that the... Because the, the film director is offering a million dollars to, to um, Superhip to make a movie... Mm-hmm. Each of the characters in the Universal Monsters uh, gang decides right. that they want to be super hip to to be in the movie. And right, they're right, going right. to dress up like super hip and seduce Miss Vavava Boom. So first up is Frankenstein. Uh, she does a judo flip and puts him under the couch. Next Good up girl. is the vampire. She's cross-eyed too. Well, she's, yeah, she can't see anything. She said, darn these weak guys of mine. She can't tell that these guys are, you know, all different. Right. Okay. Vampire, com- yeah. Yeah, no, go ahead. Oh, the vampire comes in also. She uh, flips him under the sofa. Werewolf comes in, flips him under the sofa. Um, it's because she thinks, she keeps hearing knocks at the door and she thinks it's her director. And so she has to hide the men under Who's the Who's super jealous. Right. Finally, uh, Tad Wallader comes to the door and turns into super hip and uh, flies away because now he knows that people are impersonating him. He goes he into is, her. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he, he's back at home. He sees um, Bob Hope has uh, a super hip, like a torn up costume or something like that, and that he might be super hip. And he's really upset that, his, that Bob Hope's messing with him about super hip. And then he turns into super hip. Right. Because he doesn't know that he is actually super hip. Right. So he assumes that Bob Hope is super hip. Now, the question is, does super hip know that he's Tad Wallader? Yes. Okay. So that explains why he uh, flies off to find the invitation super hips. Right. Because uh, in the, after he, in the, earlier in the comic, when, he, when super hip um, has led the Universal Monsters on for a merry chase, he is trying to get him away because he's going to, Something, something about leading Tad away from this. Or he said, he said something about, I think I've had my fun. I think it's time to let Tad come back. Right. Oh, right. Would you do that if you actually had superpowers? Would you just like, I'm done. I well, would live with Bob much- Hope. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. And it depends on how much um, it, it interfered with my regular life, I guess. I guess you would feel, being the people that we are, we would feel some kind of obligation to help people all the time. 
It would be a terrible burden. Erin helps people. Yes. yes. Does. She's uh, widely known for her banana bread, which she makes and for she barter. A, and she made a and special what? kit for a friend last week. Right. It makes a difference. That's right. Well, how are you look, fixed, by the way? What? I asked how she's fixed for bananas, because I have some here that are ready for banana bread. Oh, I'm fine for bananas, but I do realize that this is a podcast and I, I don't know how to do this. So I'm probably going to ditch, not because I don't love you all, um, but I sent a text that I'm probably going to ditch and to call me when the comic book part is over because I can't follow what's We're happening. done. It's over. It's over. But no, but this is, th- your followers are going to go, oh, this is so. Uh, first of all, it's follower. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is for one person. One person who loves to hear ladies talk. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's all good. <clears throat> well, I, I wanted to send this. I have my comedian friend, Dana Gould. He he was friends with the actual vamp- Vampira, and you she was mentioned earlier in this, right? Well, yes. it's an homage to her, yes. yes. Okay. Anyway, continue. I, I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt. Um, well, they do a lot of making fun of Lawrence Welk in this comic, which again, I think the generational turnaround is such that I love Lawrence Welk. I wish I was a Lawrence Welk singer. I would watch Lawrence Welk show right now. Of course, he's dead. Oh, they, they just sang in unison, though. It was like no fun. That's what do you true. mean, no fun? They get to stand oh, around on all those TV sets and sing with my by myself. <laughs> Ah, ah. Mm. Go on. Oh, there's nothing else to say. We're done with the comic. Super hip saved the day, and Bob Hope's back, not pretending to be super hip, and his dog oh. still talks. Okay. Um, I do want to mention that we have this one page, It's a Young World by Mort Drucker. Mort Drucker. Mort Drucker just passed away this week. He was widely known for his Mad Magazine illustrations. So we're okay. all mourning that loss. Of course. Oh. Of course we are. Oh, I was just trying to read it because I didn't get a chance to look at this ahead of time. Oh, I'm right. sorry. Oh. Uh, well, this is the part where we, we sort of talk about what we didn't like about the comic or liked about the comic or we, talk, we don't even talk about the comic at all. Okay, what I didn't like, everything. No, funny. I did like the art quite a bit. I like the uh, art. What I don't like is the story. Yeah, it, it's pretty lame as comic books go, I think. There are better How ones. do you know? Well, in the ones that I've seen, which is like, what, three? This is like the uh-huh. first. Uh-huh, right. Yeah. Sarah. So, what? Can I ask, uh, may I ask a health question? Sure. So you work in a hospital because you make a difference. And um, are you hearing anything about how we might possibly uh, adapt to not living like a, a change from the quarantine type situation we're in right now? Well, or take precautions not, or, you know. I mean, not, I mean, the whole deal is whether or not we can develop herd immunity because enough people have been exposed and have survived it or are resistant to it or whatever that we can just go about our daily lives. But mm-hmm. nobody really knows if that herd immunity is developing because we're not testing widespread mm-hmm. to, you know, I mean, I, I think I've told you that I, I think I've already had it yeah, because I had all of the symptoms, but, and I thought I had the flu, but my flu test was negative. And this is like seven weeks ago. And, but I, because I wasn't tested for that, at the time, I'm going to be kind of last in line to get tested for the antibodies. Mm. But, I, but I'm also hearing that the tests are not super reliable. Yeah, I heard that they're 50% reliable, but, you know. That's not very good. You know, the, the flu vaccine is only 45% effective. Aware. I, I mean, I have to get a flu vaccine every year just for my job. Mm. and I usually get the flu. I did not get the flu this year, but mm. last year I did even though I'd had the vaccine. Erin, why were you holding up that picture? Oh, because I was looking for another picture the other day and I found this in my stash and I thought it was funny. I didn't see, I couldn't what quite is it out. It's, I sent it to Bob. He's oh. trying to lick the Washington Monument. 
Is it the two of us? Yeah. Yes. Hold it closer. I'll show it to you. I have it on my okay. phone. Okay. Okay. Hey. Who is that? You, Bob, with all the yeah. hair? Shut Bob, up! I still have hair. Well, I know, but it's. I I'm just not accustomed to seeing you with dark hair. I guess, and and you're keeping your hair super short now. Well, I don't know I was, where I'm supposed to be putting this. That's okay. I think I can see it. Am I wearing a jogging suit and a hat? <laughs> you're wearing I think some you're kind in of a onesie. Parka. Hey, remember when Bob Hope had a brief boxing career in 1919 under the name Packy East? No. No. In 1919, I do remember that. He made it to the finals of the Ohio Novice Championship in 1919. That's probably why you remember. You're he's from Ohio. Ohio? Yes. No, I don't know where he's from, but that's where he boxed. He's from Burbank. California. He's, I've seen his grave. He's buried in Burbank. Well, that doesn't mean he's from there. Well, true. There are lots of famous people buried in Ohio. I sort of... Uh, he was born in England, actually. I remember that. Oh, that's right. Well, Is this still recording as part of your thing? Still recording, but we're almost done. So what do you think, Erin? You think you'll be back? I don't think so for that, for a podcast, <laughs> but for a conversation, yes, I'd be delighted. We could do girly comics like... So, uh, Josie and the Pussycats or the only Archie. The only podcast that I would be a part of is called Beyond Yacht Rock. Okay. And it's the only one I listen to. And it's about like hair, horrible hair band music. And it's the only one I can, that's tolerable. Well, we've got an issue of Scooter coming up. I think you'd like that. He's a rock musician. You know, Bob, I just thought of something. Yeah. Aaron is about as much of an authority on 80s bands and 90s bands that is and rock as yeah. you are in comics. Correct. Like, That's true. She has a shit ton of knowledge about this stuff. Maybe she'd start her own podcast. There are so many podcasts that no one listens to. Why would I want to start another one that no one you will listen to? don't do it for the audience. You do it for yourself. Well, then I would just talk to myself. The whole point exactly. is people to listen. If I You'll thought I no was listening to it, I'd just I'd drink poison again, like I did in 1987. <laughs> You're so funny and clever. Yes. I know, right? It's oh. amazing. <laughs> Listener, if you'd like to hear Erin on her own podcast, send us a message on Twitter. You can find us at GoGoCheckPod, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can rate and review us on Apple, iTunes, or whatever it's called now, or however you get your downloadable podcasts from. And you can find us right back here next week or before or much later, depending on when we record our next episode. Clear? Clear. Clear. All right, everybody say bye. This is how we do it. Bye. Bye. Kids, listen. And now for some entertainment. I'd like to present a silent movie sketch put on by my mother and her friends. Will you all please be seated? Just sit anywhere. My mother plays the part of Charlie Chaplin. My Aunt Viv plays the beautiful girl. In these dark and angry times, when-